And welcome, everybody. Hey, we're back. Yay, team. Doing a beautiful sunny day. It is gorgeous out, isn't it? It was beautiful driving up here today. I agree. Yeah, it was fabulous. So today, hi, this is Eileen of the Jupiter Rising Show, and today I've got on my co-host, believe it or not, on the last Saturday of the month. And I'm here, Doug Johnston. And he Johnston. Doug Johnston's here. And the reason he's here is because our guest, unfortunately, is quite sick, and she couldn't make it this week. So Doug agreed to fill in. It's usually his day off. Yeah. But... It's his day on. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was gorgeous driving up here, though. Oh, Traffic went smooth. No one was cutting me off. Yeah. It's like Mercury retrograde is over. It's right. Yeah. We're in the free flow again. Yep. Oh, I tell you. You know, it, it's interesting. I think, let me just tell you what we're going to be doing today. It'll be just me and Doug. We're going to be talking Astro Babble. We're going to Astro Babble the whole hour. And, and fun stuff, yeah, interesting uh, things uh, coming up. Yeah, and Mike is going to go cross-eyed because he'll know not know what we're talking about, but that's okay too. We'll make it as simple as we can for everyone to understand. That's right. Yes. And so, the astrologers will just say, "Oh yeah, oh yeah, <laughs> oh yeah, we need that." <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, we're going to be doing that. We've got three people we're going to be focusing on, and should I tell who they are? Oh, let's keep it a let's secret. Keep it a secret. Okay. But I will tell you that for the Astro Celebrity of the Week, we are going to be looking at Jesse Smollett. Uh-huh. And uh, he's been in the news a lot lately, and he certainly was this week after being acquitted for all those charges he was. And it he, may not be a good thing I being in the news this much. Know. You know, I just don't know. Anyway, but we're going to talk about her, his chart a little bit and see what's going on and see what may be happening. And the other three guests... I wish they were here. They could be, but they're not. <coughs> but um, that would be too much fun. It would be too much. Well, wouldn't it oh be great to God. have them here? <laughs> yes. Oh my God. Anyway, they're kind of what we call older generation stars. You know, or some the of them test are of time. They senti- proved themselves through. Is that what we call it? over a hundred years old. Two of them are. Yeah. And then we have another one who isn't. But. These are three people that are very well known in the Hollywood field, and we're going to talk about them in depth with their astrology chart. It should be interesting. I think it should be fun. I think it will be, too. So we decided to pick on on some well-known people. We are leaving politics out of it today, okay? But we will be talking about some of the things that are coming up as far as planets going retrograde and the effect it's going to have on people. Yeah, and you're going to be and you've got your chart it's right there. Because they all once one starts, they all start. Yeah, they all kind of topple into each other, don't yep. they? Yeah. Okay, so we'll be discussing that a little bit later. So, we have a lot to get to and we're going to do that right after this message. So, this is Eileen Grimes with the Jupiter Rising show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio. Alternative Talk 1150. We're on your radio at 1150 AM. We're on your HD radio at 98.9 Channel 3. So many ways to listen. We're on the web at 1150kknw.com. Streaming live audio and video as well as MP3 archives of many of our shows. So many ways to listen. And now, we're on your smartphone or tablet. Download our free app in the Apple App Store or Google Play and take Alternative Talk 1150 anywhere you go. So many ways to listen. Exploring new territory every day. This is Alternative Talk 1150. 
And welcome back to the Jupiter Rising show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio. And we have a live read right now for Mr. John O'Dowd's new book, which you saw a couple of weeks ago, three weeks ago, The Seven Pound Book. Remember that? Yes. Oh, Doug. Hello. Are we alive? Yes. It's a wonderful book. Wonderful book. Yes. It's a brand new hardcover book titled Barbara Payton, A Life in Pictures, which is a follow up to his first comprehensive book, which is Kiss Tomorrow Goodbye by the Barbara Payton story. It has over a thousand photographs and is 550 pages long and seven pounds. I have to add that. I'm telling you, you could use this <laughs> weight. I have to add that because <clears throat> it's un- unbelievably heavy. But anyway, pretty pictures. Oh, gorgeous. You know, he put so much work in on that. I remember him working on it week after week and after week. I think he actually mentioned that that the producer or the publisher lost all of his photos at one point. He had to get them all back. Oh. Yeah, nasty. Must have been during a mercury retrograde or something. So I can't imagine. Yeah, but that that tested his patience really big time. So anyway, his book this book runs the gamut from family photos and studio portraits as well as over 170 quotes about Barbara and her life. The combination of photographic and written material in the book will help provide a deeper understanding of Barbara and what remains to be one of Hollywood's biggest and most shocking self-inflicted tragedies. You can buy this book now at bearmanormedia.com or amazon.com. The book is $39.99. Just thought I'd warn you, it's a little bit expensive, but it's a fantastic tabletop book. For anybody who's interested in her. And there is going to be a movie coming out about yes, it. Yes, there is. And he's very excited about it. His movies, his books are being made into a movie. And I think it's very wonderful. And I think of anything, the plot of, of Miss Barbara Payton's life would make a great movie. I think it, I can see different people in that spot oh, so quickly. Oh, yeah. It would take some real depth to do it. Yep. Yeah, but uh, anyway, because we did our chart one week, and it was pretty interesting. So anyway, make sure that you do that and get his book at bearmanormedia.com or amazon.com. And now we have the Astral Celebrity of the Week. All right. Mr. Jesse Smollett. Hmm. He is some star of whatever. <clears throat> did you look at the notes and see what star he was the star of? Um Oh, I Some, know something on TV. TV series, yes. Yeah. So you see, we're just so, we're so beyond this. <laughs> because, um, you know, kind of out of our generation well, type he, of thing. He's also a singer-songwriter, okay. but I don't know of any of his songs. Okay. The Mighty Ducks, I think it is. The Mighty Ducks, okay. Is the... I thought it was something else, but that's all right. Oh, wait, maybe anyway, that was something long ago. He's, he's basically become more center stage since the event that took place where he hired a couple of guys to beat him up. It is The Empire, this Fox that's drama it. series. Okay, that's right. And he really became, I think he came up pretty quick in the in the fame category, you know. And he's so, a very good-looking guy. He's very good-looking, yeah, definitely. But um, his chart is interesting because when I, you know, ran it out yesterday, I thought, well, he's probably a cancer because he's born right on, you know, June 21st. Actually, that's the date that Prince Prince William was born, you know, but... He was born earlier, and his he's got his sun and moon at 29 degrees of Gemini. And his arising is Gemini. That's right, too. Triple Gemini. And Mercury in Gemini, too. So no matter what, he will talk your ear off. That's right. Yeah, he will. Thank God that, that Mercury is in the 12th and not the 1st. Yeah. Then he really would have been talking. Yeah, but, you know, it's kind of interesting because when he reported these guys that did this to him, and they found out the real truth that these guys were hired by him to do that. 
Mm-hmm. It means he kind of lies a little bit, doesn't he? Oh, I I can't imagine that. Why tell the truth and ruin a good story? That's right. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's got Neptune, you know, going. Must be where's that at? Can do that. That's Neptune. A yeah, Neptune is midpoint between Uranus. Neptune would probably be spot on to his Mercury. Right, and then Mercury in the twelfth. Yeah. So, you have the potential of somebody who could spin a good story. That's right. Yeah. He definitely did spin it, but it all fell apart. Yeah, he did. So anyway, let's see. What else do we want to notice about Let's talk about his transits. You were noticing that. The thing that I, this all occurred as far with the Saturn square. Mm Mm-hmm. And Saturn's gone over, but Saturn will come back in August exactly on top of him, the 3rd of August. Mm. So he'll have the square real hard. Yeah, he will. Um, and then Pluto just went over his south node. And if the FBI is talking that they feel they have to do a federal investigation because of the fact that he sent things through the mail. Yeah. Uh-oh. That's a whole other yeah, game yeah. all in its own. Yeah, that's a little bit of so a So he may there. have got out of what he thinks he got out free mm-hmm. is just the beginning of where he's, he's going. He's out of jail free card. Yeah. Yes. And he steps into one pile into another pile, His basically. problems aren't over yet. No, I think not. he's just... Starting up. Yeah, I think so, too. It does make you question as far as do we have rules for one sector of society and then for us? Good <laughs> idea. <sighs> things that make you go, hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's interesting because when they said earlier in the week he had been acquitted, I, w- I just went, well, 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 you know, it was like a triple reaction. I said, what the heck is that about? But then the police want 130000 for their yeah, expenses. Yeah, that's true. They'll get, they'll <coughs> get their just resort. Yeah, I'm know. sure they'll get that. Yeah, for sure. And I'm sure the FBI is going to come back in and he's going to have charges put against him. Yeah, he will. Because you don't mess with the federal. You don't mess with the law. Yeah. You just don't. It's not so. worth playing it up to get in the news Yeah. doing this kind of stuff. And he has the eighth house south node, which means he's been in lifetimes of power. Mm-hmm. Especially in Capricorn. Mm-hmm. Power at the top of the heap. Yep. You know, and he may have come into this lifetime feeling like a sense of um, entitlement, perhaps. I would say so. Very yep. much so. And that he deserved whatever he got. Well, he decided to take the short route. He is, he is quite creative. Mm-hmm. There's no question about his creativity. If he would just use it for that. Yeah, if he'd stay with that, uh, it's a shame, actually. Cause it I, is. I it think is. he's got a pretty chart in some respect. Yeah, it is uh, nice. There's a lot of trines there. Yeah, a lot of trines. But there's other stuff, too. You yes, know? and, and we, like, he also has uh, Uranus transit right opposite of his Jupiter right now. Oh, see, now that's opportunities. Well, it can be taken away, though, too. Uh, Money's point. taken away. He owes 130000 Boom. Uh, that's the point. Yes. That, that was an expense <laughs> he wasn't <laughs> expecting to see coming. Yeah, well, that means he is, he's, you know, he has to be held accountable for everything he does. We all do. And, well, yeah. Yeah, some people get away with it more than others, but... If, if people look at their intent yes. on a positive note and just sending love... Yeah. Everything would lighten up oh. worldwide so quickly it would be amazing. It would it'd be a complete turnover. Completely. Everything. Yeah. Because if you have someone like, um, well, you could say Jesus or you could say 
Buddha or any of those, their ability, what they did, they had enough to balance out over 70 oh, yeah. million people mm-hmm. just with their one intent. Yep. Yeah. And we could get everybody aligned with that. It would be awesome. Yeah. Okay. All right. On that incredibly powerful note and something that will get you to think a bit. Okay. We're going to take another break. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. So anyway, we're going to take a break, and we will be right back here with the Jupiter Rising Show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio. And this is a live read for Ms. Wanda Buckner, who's not here today, but she's here in spirit. Anyway, Wanda Buckner is offering a Reiki class for small animals April 6th from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. in Olympia. The previous completion of Reiki 1 and 2 is required to take this class. Animals are more sensitive to energy energy than people, and you can learn how to approach animals using a surrogate and work at a distance. And this is $125. And also, she's offering an animal communication class in four sessions of three hours each, beginning April 11th from 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. That's $300. So you can register for either one of these classes for a 10% discount. You can call her for more information at 360-491-3187. Or you can contact her via email at wandasoffice at gmail.com. Talk radio with a purpose. Alternative Talk 1150. And welcome back to the Jupiter Rising Show right here on KKNW. We have Mr. Doug Johnston, my co-host. Yeah, I'm just following the things along, seeing what's coming up. <laughs> what was that? I was reading the script to oh, see what's reading? coming oh, up okay. next. Okay, yeah, right, okay. Anyway, we've got a lot of stuff we're going to do today. We're going to start off with whose chart? Let's start with the oldest, which would be Olivia. Olivia, Olivia de Havilland. Okay. Let me pull her chart out here. I wasn't sure which ones you were going to start with, so. Well, I find her delightful anyway. She is pretty cool, yeah. Uh, And when you see that chart, you understand the power she had. Unbelievable. I looked at her and I went, what? Whoa, that is some chart. Okay. You know her and her sister fought Pretty much their entire yes, life. Yes, they did. And her sister was Joan Fontaine. Right. Right. And Joan actually got an Oscar before Olivia. Oh, that must have got under her skin. Well, it was more because the fact that their mother always felt that Olivia was a better actress. Oh. And so Joan Fontaine worked hard to prove herself. Interesting. So she worked doubly hard. And so when she did get the Oscar, she just turned and looked at Olivia mm-hmm. and gave her that look like... Told you so. Told you so, Nia Nana Poo Poo. Because they were both up for it. Oh, oh, they're both up for the same, same time. thing? Yes, yes. Sisters battling sisters. Yeah. Oh, God. What what role was that? Do you remember? I don't remember which either you... one had. I just remember that Joan Fontaine did win it, and she made a oh. point of looking at her sister with that look. Like, ah, I got it, and you didn't. Yes. Yes. Anyway, so let's take a look at her chart. Her chart, I, when I first looked at it, I just took a double, triple glance at it and went, oh, my God, mm-hmm. I wouldn't want to mess with her. Okay, her birthday is July 1st, 1916, and her birth time is 10.30 a.m., and she was born in Tokyo, Japan. Awful. Yeah. So um, she was born with a pile of cancer planets in the 10th yeah. house. All in the 10th. All in the 10th, in her career. So... 
she was pretty much known for being out there, you mm-hmm. know. And cancer, obviously, is the mother and, and nurturing and all that stuff. But she's got this Pluto thing right next to her son. That's right. That uh, gave her a lot of strength. Yeah. And, and you could see why she could turn and give that look and put people in their place I without remember, saying a word. I know. I remember seeing her in something where she got angry. And I just, <laughs> you know, kind of want to back away from the screen about 10 paces from uh-huh. that one. You know. She hasn't done anything since 1985, I think, was what I yeah. saw. But she has, you know, it's the force of will that's kept her alive now, in the Pluto thing. Uh, and if you look as far transits going on right now, she does mm-hmm. have Uranus right on her Jupiter. Uh, yes, she does. And that's kind of interesting going through the eighth. Okay. Oh, yeah. yeah. She does. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Oh, that could be some... Well, I don't know how we can look at this. Uh, the 8th house is a funny place to have it. It's you know? a very strange place to have it. Yeah, because it, it's usually death, taxes, and sex. And Not necessarily in that order. Uranus can mean that things happen very quickly. That's true. And Jupiter is very euphoric. Very, yes. Which could be that this may be her last year. It could be, you know, or she steps out, literally. Yeah. Um, as I was telling you last night about a, a person I was talking to. And she asked me to look at their woman's chart. And I said, look at her chart, see what the trances were. There was a bunch of Uranus stuff going on. It wasn't Jupiter so much. But -hmm. when somebody steps out, boom, they're out. That's Uranus. Well, she's got Uranus also right there squaring her node Mm -hmm. and Neptune. Oh, wow. Yeah, she does, doesn't she? In the 11th. Yeah, I mean, it's Uranus in its own sign of Aquarius. And we have Moon in its own sign of Cancer. What else has she got on here that is indigenous to, you know, like ruling signs in the real, you know what I mean? Like Uranus and She's, she's a tough cookie. She really yeah. is. There's no question about it. Yeah. Um, and she has a Saturn-Moon conjunction. So you can probably tell, you really didn't hear that much about her. But she was sat behind the scenes for a while. So he, that, but if you look at it, all these movies that she starred in, you could see where she played that stoic you didn't know where she was going to come from, what she was going to say. Was yeah. she going to be the sweet, sweet person? <laughs> or was she going to be striking out at uh, someone? Yeah, it sort of reminds me of Betty White, actually. <laughs> you know, um, I, Betty White playing that sweet little, lovely little Rose Island. On, yeah, uh, but then Betty White's got that ability with all that Libra yeah. to just go, whoo! <laughs> yeah, and then she, well, she's got Mars and Scorpio, too. Yeah. So that would come out and just, like, sting you really bad. And I said, wow, you, she's got that? Yeah. What's going on with that? Well, this woman has the same thing. Well, the yeah. Mars conjunctor ascendant gives her the oh, sexuality yeah. big time there, yeah. even though it's in Virgo. Yeah, that's right. You feel that when you see her. You think she's very oh, pretty, yeah, and she was a pinup girl. Yeah, she was pretty. Yeah, uh, she You was. know, back when they had the pinup girls, she was one of them. Yeah, she was. That's true. Betty Gabriel and her. And, you know, it's interesting, too, to look at her South Node and Neptune. Uh Uh-huh. She's done, if movies were in a previous life, she's done them. (laughs) (laughs) But before before this, it's hard to say, but maybe on a different planet. Well, theater has been around for a long time. Yeah. And that was her stronghold. She was a theater actress first. She could create any image she wanted, you know, and and be a shapeshifter, basically. I yeah. totally agree. Yeah. And um, Meryl Streep probably comes in yes. second to her in that. Yes. 
space today. Yeah, and of course Meryl's also a Cancer, but she has a Uranus Sun conjunction, uh-huh. which is interesting. But she can create anything she wants, and right. she you won't even know it's her from movie to movie to movie. That's right. Sort of like um, so, Daniel Day-Lewis is the same way. Yes, I agree with that. Yeah, so... And it, it is a Neptune aspect. She, I know that, I'm pretty sure that Meryl Streep has a, um, a Neptune square sun, pretty mm. sure. And also Mr. Um, Daniel Day-Lewis has a, a Neptune square sun as well. So that's being able to create the illusion of something else mm-hmm. being played rather than actually what he's playing. You know, he was playing in two movies at the same time. I know he did. Remember that? Yes. Yeah, A Room with a View and A Beautiful Laundrette, and they didn't even know it was the same guy. Yeah. Yeah, so. That's just because good acting. That's pretty darn good when you can create that and create yeah. any sort of image you want. So. I'm even more impressed when they play two different characters in the same movie, and you don't know it's the same person. Okay, now who did that? I know one person who did that. Who do you know? Frank Morgan in Wizard of Oz. He played about four people. Uh, Lindsay Logan. Lindsay Logan? Yeah, there's one. Okay, I don't know who she is. And I think that, uh, well, she was in uh, Parent Trap. Oh. She played both girls. Oh. Uh, didn't, oh, um, Lohan. Okay, Lohan. Liz, not Logan. Logan. Lohan. Lohan. I say, I said, that's Lohan. Okay, well, you know, it's close <laughs> enough. It's only show business. It's only, yeah, what the heck. We'll just say the wrong name. It doesn't matter. You guys can correct us. You figure it out. Yeah, yeah this right. is This is, that's, the, that's your psychic assignment on this for oh, show. Yeah, right. <laughs> who was Doug talking about? Yeah, yeah. Who was he talking about? And can you figure it out by what next was week? the other, who was the gal that was a child star? Um... Why well, should look at that girl? Because Jodie Foster. Oh, Jodie Foster. Uh huh. Because didn't she play that same role before? Uh, she's uh, another the first one time like that was done. She's another one like Meryl Streep. Oh, they can put anything on. Yeah, she and definitely she's a is a fabulous actress. Yeah, she is. You know, she's a quality of actress that puts them way above and to the side of everybody else. Mm-hmm. They just when they know they want a specific person in a role as and probably the most difficult they can get, they go for those ladies. That's right. Yeah, they do. And she hasn't been out in a long time either. When we think about it, who Jodie Foster? Yeah. Well, she's because she's still you know in you know, that she, age where she could pull off a lot of things. Well, you know what? She her life isn't all about movies either. That's true. She went to Yale, I think. Yeah. And got her degree. You know, took time away from her career. And then she's also with a partner right now, and that's taking time, yeah. you know. And so um, she has a life. Well, imagine that. <gasps> yes, imagine actually having Golly. that beyond movies. That's you know, interesting. It is interesting. And, you know, I think what we're saying here is interesting. I was trying to figure out why we selected, you selected these people, but why these people have come up to the top of the bowl is because they have lives outside of. That's right. You Olivia know. doesn't even live in the United States anymore. Oh, she doesn't? Where is no. she? In Paris or something? I want to say, yes, that's where it is, is Paris. Oh, okay. Oh, that was a good guess. I didn't know, but... No, I'm quite sure that I read that she was in Paris and that okay. she's very, very alert. Okay. And very active yet. Okay. She's very out there and doing things. Right. And our so. second and third person, are they're very much like that, too. They devote, devote their lives to something that is a lot larger than being an actor. True. Yeah. So, anyway, we have lots of stuff here. This is really cool. Okay, so let's finish up Ms. Olivia. Anything else you want to say about her? Um, 
Well, the only thing that I question about is um, the fact that she's got Neptune and North Node being squared by Uranus. Okay. And Jupiter conjunct Uranus at this moment. Yeah, Uranus is making a kind of a grand square with that, isn't it? Yes, and it's the fact that it's eighth house, we know that that deals a lot with death. Yes, Uh, we do. And Uranus, Jupiter can be very, very euphoric. Yeah. And you see positive things when people check out. You don't normally see the squares Mm -hmm. and the negative or the conjunction to Saturn. They just take off and go. Yeah, and if you look at the people in their life, They've got everything being squared up, and their world is so sad at that moment. Yeah, they're, they're the ones left behind with the grief. Yes. And meanwhile, they're just going, ah, see you later, bye. Yeah. You know, and I, I can see that. You know, I think you and I were talking, you and I were having a Jupiter-Uranus transit at the same time. Yeah, yeah. we're so fortunate. <laughs> 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 Our charts are kind of similar in a yeah, lot of they ways. Are, they are very similar, and we were both getting a dual transits of the same planet, and um, you had a, had a, an art show going on with your artwork in New York City, and yeah. I was doing my astrology business had really increased. A lot Wasn't that right time. about the time you did your book? No, you did your book no, before book, that. Two thousand four. Okay. Yeah, so this was a few, just a few years. I ago. I don't remember what I was doing in four, yeah. but I'll. Yeah. Oh, two thousand four is when I started painting. Oh well, thank you. Two thousand three, I started painting. See, and opportunities I did knock. my first show in four. There you go. See. So, you know, it, by the way, astrology is all about timing, in case you hadn't wondered. It's pretty magical, and it's kind of like yeah. reading a book once you get it. Yeah. And, you know, once you figure out what the timing is about, what it could mean, and what it could mean to your <coughs> chart, what it could mean to you personally, and what kind of things will be brought in, and they happen to walk in the door, you go, oh, that's it, that's it, I'm going to go for it. So I have to say, I, I sometimes get a bigger kick about going back and looking at my own world mm-hmm. and seeing what transits I were going, what was going on at that time. In fact, right. I was doing it on a flight to Britain. Oh. And the plane was not packed. I had six seats to myself. Oh, nice. And the closest person to me was in the next roll over right. where she had three seats to herself. Yeah. And I was looking at the ephemeris and I was looking at what went on and I was just giggling. <laughs> and I'd go and I'd look something else up and I'd see the transit and I was giggling. Finally, she got up and she came over and she goes, could I see that book for a minute? Because you seem to be enjoying it very much <laughs> in this very British accent. Very British accent. And I gave it to, get, handed my ephemeris over to her and she goes, I don't see anything funny. It's just a bunch of numbers. <laughs> <laughs> I could so. just see her looking at me and says, what's so funny about the numbers? <laughs> I don't get it. No, yes. <laughs> I explained, but it was kind of funny. That is funny, though. That the is funny really part funny. was that she got up and came over and checked it yeah, out. Yeah, that is really funny. Yeah, okay. Anyway, we got to take another break. And when we get back, we're going to talk some more about astrology. We're going to pull out another chart and look at it here, and it's going to be fun. So, Someone you know. Someone you know, too. This is the Jupiter Rising Show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio. And this is a live read from Ms. Susan Bergstrom. She and I were just at the fair last week. You were at the fair, weren't you, for a little bit? I had a great time there. Oh, it was wonderful. It was a fantastic fair. It was really great. And she is from the Medicare Exchange. And Medicare coverage, she wants to let you know that Medicare coverage is very important and a confusing issue 
as we near retirement. Medicare, however, only covers 80% of the total coverage. You will need a supplemental insurance to cover the rest. And Susan Bergstrom can help you with getting the best coverage for you. And in the end, she will save you money. For sure she will do that. And she will be at the Emerald Spiral Fair, and I didn't have to say that. But anyway, she was last week, and it was cool. So she's got a couple of seminars coming up. This is Get Your Retirement Plans Now workshop. And one is on the 30th, and I think that's right now. Oh, she's doing it right now. <laughs> that's right. It is from 10 to 1. She's got another one starting at 1 o'clock. So everybody, if you're at home right now and you want to know all about Medicare and how you could supplement it, go to 604 Westgate Boulevard, Suite 120. It's at the Medicare Exchange building in Tacoma, Washington. She's doing a... a, a a seminar here. It'll be a about free a free seminar. A free seminar. It doesn't cost you a thing. So it's an hour and a half long, and, and she will tell you all about it, and she will actually schedule an appointment with you and talk to you about it and help you enroll in the right coverage for you. So anyway, to schedule a private appointment with her, you can call her at 253-318-9379 or email her at sbergstrom at AmericanSeniorBenefits.com. On Friday, Manson Mitchell welcome actress Jerry Jewell, who discusses the radically different roles she's had on the television shows Facts of Life and Deadwood. On Saturday, Mary Beckman talks about healing in the fifth dimension and beyond, and she'll be taking your phone calls in the second half of the show. Bringing you fascinating talk since 2007. We are Manson Mitchell, Friday and Saturday mornings at 10 on Alternative Talk AM 1150. Going against the grain has never been this much fun. Alternative Talk 1150. And welcome back to the Jupiter Rising Show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio and my co-host, Mr. Doug Johnston. And I'm delighted to be here today. I'm glad you are here. On my day off. <laughs> You're never going to let me forget that, are you? Well, you know, it was a last-minute thing. You yeah, call I me know. up and say, come help, in, please. Help, help, help. Anyway, otherwise I would have had to do the show all by myself. And, you know, I could do that, but it's a little difficult. It makes it a little more work. Yes, it does. I usually so. I'm exhausted afterwards. Anyway, so who are we doing next? Well, the next oldest is Kirk Douglas. Yes, it is. Okay, Dirk, Kirk, Dirk. <laughs> Not Dirk, D Kirk. Kirk Douglas. Been very, very active in his lifetime with it's 77 different credits. 77. Where movies. Olivia had 58. Right. That's an awful lot of film. That's a lot. But 77, 77. is a lot. And last one being in 2008. Oh, wow. And we have to mention that these two people are 102 years old. Yes. Yeah. And as far as we know, as far as you know, Olivia is still... The last that I read, she was very, very alert and still went out on walks and things. So Good for her. That's pretty powerful. Yeah, She's and I still think doing that. Kirk Douglas is sort of the same way. I think he's. But that stroke slowed him down a bit, but yes, he came it back out of it pretty good. Yeah, he did. I mean, I remember seeing him on a show after he had had it, and he was slurring a little bit, but you could understand him. Well, at the, he did it at the Oscars where he was. Yes, he did. Uh, given some award at that time. Okay, yes. Um, Beautiful chart, though. Yeah, absolutely. So, okay, where would you like to start with this one? Uh, well, what about the stationary planets? Because okay, I think that's a good those. place on him. Yeah, that's a really good one. Okay. We have two planets, Jupiter and Saturn, that are stationary. I think uh, Jupiter is stationary direct and Saturn is stationary retrograde. Right. 
Okay, so and that there, there's a difference between those, and uh, one of these days I'll explain that to you. I'm researching this right now for the book, so it's really an interesting juxtaposition of the two because it was said in one book that they're both the same. Well, they're not. So yeah. anyway, and so big ju- difference. A Jupiter, a Jupiter uh, stationary, meaning that the planet is basically stopped in your chart and is changing direction. Means it it takes a whole lot. It's like it's a it's a huge focal point. Kind of like imagine you're going to go behind a freight train and you're going to push <laughs> from the very back and roll it down, roll it up the hill. Oh yeah. Oh, I can do that. Yeah. <laughs> no, I can't. <laughs> yeah, I just wanted to give an analogy well, that everyone analogy. could. Yeah. Picture in their mind. They're going to push a train. Yeah, because it's really about the inertia, the force yeah. that, that that slows the planet down. And it really isn't slowing down. It just looks like it from our perspective on Earth. But when it does that, it, it magnifies and amplifies the planetary energy exponentially mm-hmm. to do that. And so uh, with Jupiter, I think of any planet, you would want Jupiter stationary. Uh, especially if it's sitting in your second. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Megabucks. Megabucks. Good <laughs> yeah. place to be. Yeah, good place to be. So, uh, yeah. And, and people then, love him. Yeah, they because do. Because that stationary planet that enforces that love. Yeah. and um, But he's very giving. Very, very giving. And he, of course, his son is Michael Douglas. And, right. and he's an awesome talent, too. But, you know, yeah. it's a very talented family. Oh, and, I totally and, agree. And um, he's, he's obviously the patriarch of the family. He's, now, he yeah. does have Jupiter coming to his son. At uh, the same time, it's in trine to right. his Jupiter. Where is Jupiter right now? Jupiter is in Sagittarius. And, yeah, what degree? Um, right at this moment? Right. It is at 24, but it's going to be going oh, retrograde gonna go, and coming back It's going to go back, back over it. Yeah. yeah, it's going to go back over it. Okay, so... Uh, we must we must include the possibility of somebody maybe transitioning out of the world during a Mercury thing or a, a Jupiter yeah, thing. It's pretty strong because it's it, the old traditional name for Jupiter was long distances over water. Okay, long trips over water. Well, mm-hmm. it's sort of like a long trip when you transition. You know, and it's very euphoric and it's a good, happy feeling. Yep, it is. And so when Jupiter comes to your sun, normally you travel out of the 48 states. Yes, you do. And yeah. that's where that's all tied to. Or you travel out of your body. It just yeah. depends on your perspective. Well, that's you know, true. But I don't want to place that, that business on him. It's, up to, it's basically it's up choice. to him and his soul. He's got a lot of transits, though, that are coming up. Because yeah, at the same time, he does have... Saturn that is going to be coming up opposite of his Saturn yep. the first of next year. Right. So, and it's at his node as well. Yep. And Pluto's coming up as far as in opposition at the same time. Right. He's got a lot of things going on. Yep, he does. And he also has Uranus squaring his ascendant. Yes. So that's going to make him a little bit more jumpy than normal, which would yeah. probably would have been jumpy anyway. With or it could make him appear on a television show tomorrow. <laughs> yes, without any any plans to do it at all. Yeah. Yeah, very unexpected stuff. Yeah. It so, could be very interesting what happens with that. He was born on a full moon, mm-hmm. and um, which actually is good because it allows you perspective on, on the sun-moon dilemma. 
Mm-hmm. You know, the mm-hmm. opposition between the sun, which is the identity, and the moon, which is emotions. So you're able to flip-flop between those and see perspective when you're being given that, when you're talking to people. I know, I have a full moon, too. Well, you know, I've got a new moon. and Yes, you do. Having the new moon, it makes you see everything quickly, but then you sit there and vacillate and don't make a decision. Oh. So I always tell people with that setup, give whatever goes through your head a 10% jump and go for it. 10% jump. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, add a little money to it, it might work. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, well, that's right. Follow the money. <laughs> I always say that. Anyway, um, okay. So, yeah, he's got a lot of stuff coming up for sure. And, oh, definitely. And um, he's very positive. I mean, he, I mean, you look at the aspect of Mercury trying as Jupiter, exactly trining it. Mm-hmm. I mean, he, and you know, you have to wonder if because. Because strokes kind of work on the brain, right, and the communication yep. function. I wonder what was going on at the time he had a stroke. It would be interesting to look up. Mm-hmm. But um, but he came back from it. I mean, he has a Mars-Pluto opposition. The man has a force. He's got a force of will. He has a mm-hmm. force of nature. You know, you saw that in his movies. My goodness, he was good-looking. He's very uh, handsome. Very man. handsome that man. Sagittarius just came screaming through there. Oh, it did. Yeah. And then... It, it, the Sag, not only is it the Sag, but he does have the stationary Jupiter trying to his son. Right. Which would just give him that much more of a presence. Yeah. Uh, you know, and the thing is about stationary planets, I'm starting to realize, and I've been re- reading through the the stuff that I've been doing, is that especially James Breha, who's a, a, a Vedic astrologer, said that the stationary planet is basically your chart ruler, if you have it. Mm-hmm. Because it takes stands at the top of the heap. Yeah. And it's getting the attention. It's getting all the work. It's getting all that stuff. But it's also the gifts that you have that you want to share with people or with yourself. You know? And I also read, too, that if you, if you have a stationary planet and you refuse to acknowledge it or not even notice it, um, that can lead you to, to depression. Oh, I know that. I was yeah. there. I got over it. <laughs> and now if it's Stationary not fun, Saturn. I leave. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But think about if you don't use a stationary planet. I do think it's sort of like an unaspected planet. It's a gift from the universe. Whether you use it or not, it's up to That's you. That's true. I think there's so much truth to it. Yep, I do too. And when I look at my world and what I went through, I know there's a lot to that. Yeah, you do. You know, You just notice that everything that the significant experiences you've had will kind of get told up in Saturn's. I mean, for people that don't know me, I'm not just a boy from South Dakota that likes cows. <laughs> I have a lot of other avenues. Yes, you do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're, I think you'd call, call you in and just don't let this go to your head now. But Oh, I, it, I... Yes, you will, but that's fine. Um you're a Renaissance man because you have so many talents and oh, so many Oh, those are areas. the old people. I don't want to be one of them. No, no, no. <laughs> but the Renaissance is an extremely high form of compliment, okay. you know, that you do things very well and you do a lot of things well. <sighs> well, I, I would rather just be the power of intent. Just of want to be the cow guy. Helping people <laughs> yeah. wherever I can. Right. If I can bring up their vibration, I'm all for oh, it. Oh, yeah, for sure. I, but when we had Robert Ponte on and he said... 
how may I serve you to bring the champion out of you? Yeah. I thought, I want to be that person. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, I want to be that person, and I want to deliver the same message yes, to everybody. because that's such a powerful statement. It's really powerful. I mean, right. if we all realize that, and oh, we all embodied our inner champion or whatever that is. Well, even Kirk Douglas, when he got that award, he... You know, he's, he teared up and said, I, I'm so humbled that you would put me in this space. Yeah. And I thought, how endearing is that? It's extremely endearing. Because when you can be that humble and as great as what he would be considered as yes. far old Hollywood. Right. Exactly. Because he was definitely there in the heyday. Yeah. But, you know, that stroke probably changed the direction of his life. too, And brought him to a different level yes, of looking at life. Much more spiritual. So Yeah. Awesome. And, you know, interesting, too, with a Venus and Scorpio, what has his relationships been like? Um, well, he's been married, married twice. twice, but yeah. with the same one for yeah 60s, I think it was, yeah. when he married this last time, and yeah. they've been together ever since. And it seems like it, it, does, it does seem to have the most potential for, you know, Venus and Scorpio can do longevity pretty well. Yes. Yeah, so, because... The the attention to the quality of the relationship spans decades and years and years and years, not just five minutes. And if Scorpio is always deep, deep emotion. Yeah, that, that absolutely. They hold, they're real strong. Yes, they do. And for them to get to a place emotionally with their partner that is really profound, it takes years of work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so um, that would probably give him a, quite a bit of strength to his his whole overall picture yeah yeah it would so anyway interesting chart it's very interesting chart yep oh my goodness we're having so much fun and have we one more left oh well and we're gonna after the break after the the break as usual okay so after the break we're gonna bring on our last guest even though he's not here but he could i would love him to be here (laughs) (laughs) wouldn't we all anyway uh we'll, we'll be back after this message and this is the jupiter rising show right here on kknw alternative talk radio This is Martha Norwalk. Every Sunday morning, beginning at 9 a.m., thanks in part to Mary Moss and Life Vantage Supplements, we cover the world of animals. This week, March 31st, it's an encore presentation of our first Vet Sunday with Dr. Margot Roman, an alternative vet from New England. She's been treating Plechner syndrome for years, does chiropractic, acupuncture, homeopathy, herbs, and lectures worldwide on her groundbreaking and pioneering work. Get to know Dr. Margot on Martha Norwalk's Animal World, Sunday morning, 9 a.m. to noon, right here on Alternative Talk, AM 1150. And this is a live read for Ms. Samantha Blodell. And she's a Reiki aura person. And she, I'm going to say it again. We say it every week. And it's just going to be a real commercial. She's a Beulah May bake, cake, cake baker. The best cake ever. <laughs> ever. And she's going to be on our show in May. And Eileen is just hoping she brings a cake. I am so hoping. A Beulah May cake. A Beulah May cake. I hope you're listening to this, Samantha. I think she actually (laughs) was planning on it. (laughs) That would be pretty awesome. I would love to taste it. But, you know, I can't help it. Ever since you told me that story, I just thought that was the coolest Mm. thing. It's the best cake I've ever had. Awesome. That's too cool. Anyway, she is a practitioner, and she does readings in Mount Vernon as well as Reiki classes. So she's got some Reiki classes going on right now. And right now, Reiki 3 class is by appointment only. You can make an appointment with her from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. It's $300. I don't know how long the class is, but 
she's going to be starting some new Reiki 2 and Reiki 1 classes soon here. And then um, she also has an Aura Talk. Okay, this is on Tuesday, April 2nd in Bellevue to the Wisdom Soup Meetup Group. And the phone number is 206-403-0283. Okay. And, and next, when it comes to auras, she's amazing. Yes, she really is that. She does better than anybody else, I think. She's ever done. I agree. Yeah, really good. Okay, now we have a live read from Ms. Angela Probst, aromatherapist. She's going to be on our show in a couple of weeks. So do your near, new, let me say that again. Do your New Year's goals. Include slimming down, increasing your energy, and boosting your metabolism. Did you know that essential oils and essential oil-infused products can help you meet these goals? Contact Angela from Young Living Essential Oils at 253-278-1599 to join her accountability group. That is, that's Angela Probst at 253-278-1599. Working hard to put a smile on your face. Alternative Talk 1150. And welcome back to the Jupiter Rising Show right here on KKNW. We have the last segment today. We have one more person we're going to be looking at here. Uh, when we when we went for this, I just went to look as far as the oldest living actors right. that they accounted as far as being some of the best actors ever. Right. And the, there were four that came up. Mm-hmm. We didn't do Clint Eastwood because we just did him recently... With the oh, last we movie. We did, yes. But he was the other one. Yes. And this one waiting in the wings right now is yes. Sidney Portier. Yes, that's right. Uh, he is 92. Marvelous and, man. And he really, truly is. Uh, February 20th, 1927, 9 a.m., 9 p.m., excuse me, Eastern Standard Time. That's Miami, Florida. He was born. And you told me he got a, he's, he's been knighted by the queen? Yep. I just, uh, okay, so they're knighting people, Americans now, huh? Uh, there are different ones that have gotten that, yes. Okay, you were saying something. Well, you know, it's just a slap on the shoulder with the sword. What the <laughs> heck? You don't have to go into it's battle. It's more than that. <laughs> like being and being. Okay, it's a title. It's a title, yeah. I remember when Patrick Stewart was talking about getting his knighthood. I he have titles that were amazing. given to me, but not by that queen. <laughs> Not that queen or a queen. <laughs> oh, that was some from a oh. queen, but not that queen. <laughs> oh, no, yeah, right. Glad you qualified that. Yes. Anyway, so Mr. Poitier has Libra rising, and he's got five planets in Pisces. Very. Five of them. Well, it makes it, you can see why he was such a great actor. Yeah. I mean, the creativity is off the chart. And he could assimilate himself into any role, become Big anything. Time. Yeah. Uh, well, he's really the first black actor mm-hmm. that really pushed the envelope to bring black people more into the spotlight. Yes, he did. I mean, you had way, way back, uh, oh, I can't remember her name, that with the, I, I can't remember the name of the moment, but it will come to me later when I'm not thinking when about it. When you're not here. Right. Yes, no. and I'll tell you guys next week. <laughs> Uh, I'll post it on my Facebook page. But he's the one that really brought it in real strong. Yes, he did. He did. And then all of a sudden, more and more came into the spotlight. In he, fact, Hattie... Um, Hattie McDaniel? That was in Gone with the Wind. Hattie Olivia, McDaniel. Yeah, she got the 
Best Supporting Actress yes. that year. Yes. So yeah. she was one of the few that was up there front. Right. But he came in not just with one role, but huge. All of his roles. All over the space. Yeah, all over the place. And watching Lilies of the Valley where he got the Oscar, I mean, that you want to watch it over was and it over. Lilies of the Field? Whatever that was. Yes, that's what it was. <laughs> okay. Lilies of the Field. I thought so. Well, you know, I like changing names on things. <laughs> <laughs> a double Gemini of you. It just yeah, brings in whatever it wants to that do. That dyslexic life I've <laughs> yes, had. <geez. laughs> anyway, I, you know, I was thinking about it because we were talking about just before we came on, we were looking to see if he had any stationary planets. And we were looking at possibly Saturn. Yes. Not sure. It's a bit of a distance away. But I keep thinking about the way I used to see him in movies. He would be Mm -hmm. standing tall and having this look on his face like, they call me Mr. Tibbs, you know, like, you know. And I said, that is that's truly Saturnian. Very. You know, and a lot of his roles were very serious. Now, with Saturn, there was the... Uh, stationary going on, yeah, because it really did not move a degrees. It moved minutes, yes, but it did not move a degree. That's right. So it was exactly so. In reality, it is a stationary Saturn. It was, yeah, it was. So uh, for him, the state, the the planet Saturn would have been a, a major player in his life, obviously. Mm-hmm. And playing the, you know, he basically played the rules by the way he did them for himself, but he also tried to follow the rules that were happening in the society at that time. But he also broke through it. He like, broke guess who's it. coming to dinner? Yes. Uh, amazing, because he stood up to Spencer Tracy, actor to actor, didn't blink an eye. I no. mean, he was just supreme in that. Yeah, I know. And uh, it, it's... And it, Catherine Hepburn, a marvelous actress, too. Oh, I mean, I mean that the... T- that the, was a great cast. That The dual... The dual, t- whatever you call them. <laughs> have those two opposite of you? I was going to say trifecta, but difecta. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's, you know, that was a very interesting cast. Because they were, they were a pair to be reckoned with. Totally. You know? And he came along and just kind of wiped the floor with them, basically. Yeah. He, yeah. he took, it was his show. Yeah, it was. <laughs> that's, that's how it came about. You know, it became his show. Yeah, it was. It wasn't like they were talking about those two. Yeah, true. And they were the big actors in that in that movie. Yes, they were. And he came in right behind him and, and took center stage whenever yeah. he was on the, on the, on the screen. Mm-hmm. Yep. And um, I, I always, always thought of, of Sidney Poitier as the most classy human being. Very. That I've ever seen. And you can't ever upset any of that. You well, can't say anything against him because he would just kind of go, oh, well, fine. You know, well, he wouldn't even. I don't think you'd even get that. He would just, no, he wouldn't. He, he would, would just, have that look with whatever. Yes, whatever. Yeah, and a very Morgan Freeman had that same kind of whatever yeah, kind of whatever thing. Whatever he had with a voice. Uh, Harry Belfonte yeah, is another too. one that yeah. I would love to sit and just talk with. Oh, I think he's an incredible person, but to be able to sit and talk with Sidney Portier would be delightful to it me. It would, and be like you have to elevate your consciousness real quick to do it. Uh, yeah. And it yeah. helps being a psychic because he is ever so psychic. Oh, my gosh. I mean, you can see how Piscean he was. You could mm-hmm. just see it and how amazing his, the way he, um, he just became whoever he was portraying. 
That's right. But um, he also had a kindness to him, a gentleness, and a compassion. Now, but don't you feel that the Mars squared sun is probably what really made him dig in and do things? Oh, yes, that would be something that I, and then in the eighth house, too. Yeah, I like, mean, he, watch he, out. Wasn't, he wasn't afraid. He no. wasn't afraid of anyone. When he did dig his heels and people moved out of the way. The sweetness of the Pisces comes through because you could sure. feel that with him big time. Yeah, you could feel that, but But that square time. would just say, I'm going through. Yeah, I'm, I'm doing I'm, it. I'm watch out of the way. Yep. I'm moving through. So, anyway, okay, I think that's it for us today. we got to do... We, went, we were going to do planets, you know, that are going to be retrograde and all that stuff. But we don't really have the time today. So yeah, we'll catch it next we'll week. We'll catch it next time. This was fun, though. Yeah, it was. We'll, have, we'll catch it up next week. Okay. All righty. So we've got some stuff coming up here. And the first thing I, is my announcement. Mm-hmm. It's After Dark Readings at Burr's Restaurant. That starts on April 10th. It's with me. And um, that is 6151 Stillicum Boulevard in Lakewood, Washington. It'll be 6.30 to 8.30 p.m. every Wednesday evening. Again, it starts April 10th. That's the first day of the Titanic disaster, by the way. Uh, well, no wonder you picked that day. <laughs> I know. And I think that's great that it, I, uh, you, for 10 minutes they can do $30 and have a great reading with you. That's right. That's right. Exactly. And then um, it'll be $20 for 10 minutes, $40 for 20 minutes. So anyway, it's going to be fun. We're going to be doing it every single Wednesday there. And um, it, except for in the middle of July, sometimes there's two weeks in there that I won't be able to do it. But it will be, um, it'll be a lot of fun. And they're very excited about doing this. Oh, I think it's great for you. I think it's for you. Thank you very kindly. And then also Tacoma Psychic and Craft Fair on the third Saturday of each month. Next one is um, opening day <coughs> is January. Okay. The, I think it's the third week of this month. Okay. January and, 19th? Yes. And um, it will be at South Tacoma Masonic Center at 5405 Puget Sound Avenue in Tacoma, Washington. And there's lots of stuff there like Reiki and chair massage and psychic medium readings, soul readings, numerology, and all that <laughs> good stuff. And you can get in free, and you can go see the reader of your choice when you go. This is Winnie's Fair, by the way. I have to mention that. She used to be our co-host, and she is organizing her own fair once a month. So it's awesome. And Winnie is fun. Winnie is absolutely fun. And the summer hours are 10 a.m. to 5 p.m., and that is, again, at South Tacoma Masonic Center at 5405 Puget Sound Avenue in Tacoma, Washington, 98409. Okay, so how do we get a hold of you? Uh, the best way is just to call or text 206-769-4924 okay. or every Tuesday I am at Karina's Bakery mm-hmm. right next to Grand Theater, downtown Tacoma, 6th the, and Fawcett. The place that's really hard to park by, Yes, but that's okay. Anyway, all right, and I'll give you out mine, EileenGrimes.com. You can get me there. And on the next show, we have Rebecca Eigen. She's going to be on the show. She is a, an astrologer from Houston, Texas. That'll be fun. And the following week, we'll have Lindsay McKenna. Oh, my gosh. This is, a week, this is going to be a month of astrology, I can tell you. It's going to be well, awesome. That makes it interesting for us, and we hope we can... Turn it over so it's interesting for you that yes. we can just and if you have put any, it in your terms. And also, if you want to, you know, actually advertise with the, the place, you can do that and contact me at uh, Jupiter Rising Show uh, at the AOL. No, JupiterRisingShow.com. Anyway, so that's it for us today. 
And we are going to see all of you next week here, right here on the Jupiter Rising Show, right here on KKNW, Alternative Talk Radio.